This is Northfolk Works, and I'm Hazel Kahn. My guest today is Wendy Zahalski, owner and founder of Wendy's Deli, just a mile away, actually, from where I live in Mattatuck, and what has become as kind of a landmark for people who live here. It's like the corner of Coxneck and Sound Avenue, and it's Wendy's is on the corner. So I'm really pleased, Wendy, that you had the time to talk to me today. So welcome to my program, Northfolk Works, and to WPKN. Thank you. And thank you also for taking time to sit with me here at the end of busy business day, which starts six o'clock. You start. We start at six. We open at six. Open at six, and you closed about an hour. We close at two. So we're sitting at a counter, and the doors are closed, shut, and the cheery open sign or Wendy's Deli red sign, electric sign is dark, and you'll never see Wendy's Deli as quiet as and dark as it is right now. Tell our listeners a little bit about your background. I know that you're born on the North Fork. Yes, I grew up right down the road from the deli uh, off of Westphalia. I've lived here all my life. I started the deli in 1993. I worked here for about a year before I bought the deli. And you worked here as what? I just worked here for the person that was running the deli. So it was a deli It was a deli, yes. Is it very different now? It was a deli for about five years. No, it's the same layout. Same layout. Everything is the same. But actually, it's really not the same because you're a very different person (laughs) who the owner was. At the time, the landlord owned the deli, and he had a manager working for him. The landlord of the place was from Dix Hills, and he was not around, so the person that was working here was just working for the landlord. They didn't own the deli. And so so you did what? So I started working for him, and he was having some problems. Um, personal problems, and I spoke to the landlord about if he had any interest in selling the deli, and he did. That's where it started. So you had the money to buy it? I did not. I didn't have anything. I had I had nothing. I was 23 years old. And oh, really? You were that I had, young? Yes. So, so that means you're 53 I, now? I'm 55 now. I was working here before oh, I see. bought it. He let me run it for about a year and a half just to try to get everything paid off and you know his bills were a little bit of a mess so I, he was letting me just work here for a year until I straightened everything out and then I bought it the following September. So in a sense you're already starting then to help people. Right. Well, maybe, right? yes. I mean that kind of <laughs> yeah. one could say was where you started. Yeah. So you're just down in Westphalia and then and, and then you, did you go to school? Oh. I went to college up in Massachusetts at Merrimack College. I was looking to be a school teacher. Oh. And obviously that never worked out. And then I started working here and never left. You never take vacations or anything? I do. You do? I you definitely do. do. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. There's been a flurry of talking about you recently. It was your 30th anniversary. Our 30th, yes. And um, I wasn't there. I didn't know you were inviting people. Yes. Tell our listeners about what it was like. That day was wonderful. We had our boars had um, delivery guys are the same from 30 years ago. Really? They, they've been the same all 30 the years. The head guys. Yes. So they came and we gave free hot dogs. We made sandwiches. We gave sandwiches away. It was very busy and it was it was wonderful. It was all local people and everybody came to support us. It so word great. had spread that there was yes, a party going yes. on. Yeah. Yes. But they were kind of the heroes of the party, the boys. They were. Guys, they or? were giving away their hot dogs and, you know, having a good time. It was a lot of fun. 
It was turned into the whole afternoon. It was fun. Yeah, and and certainly it's been written about it um, in, nice. in our local papers. Yes. So I know that your mother is part of the story. She is. She's been our salad maker, our soup maker for all 30 years. She does a wonderful job. Everything is homemade. All of our salads are homemade. But they she are does. delicious. I mean, yesterday I bought potato salad, yeah. egg salad, chocolate pudding. Oh, nice. <laughs> and one other thing. There were four things I had. I can't remember. Potato salad. I don't know. And they're just delicious. I mean, they're really delicious. Everything's fresh. She makes things every day. Well, every day. We, every day. Every when does day. she get She's up very then? busy. She comes in around 7. She works till about 11.30 every day. Oh, so they, what you yes. get is that made that morning Pretty sort of much. thing. Pretty yes. Yeah. You can't throw things away, presumably. We don't. It's been busy and we move things along yeah, very well. Yeah, I don't yeah. like to throw anything away. I'm not sure how much I want to focus on what I'm about to say because I have other things to ask you, but it seems to me there's something about this place, your physical inside of this place, when you walk in the door, it's a nice place to walk into. However many people there are, and, and it's, it's small. I mean, there's not room for two people to be right. standing next to each other. Right. But even if there's six people waiting, they're very quiet about it. It's not yeah. a loud, it's not a, it's a very calm place yes. for all that there's a lot of activity and you serve a lot of people mm -hmm. and it's all very efficient. Yes. But it's just, I think, I think people behave well when they come in here. Is that for the so most part they do? <laughs> yeah. We very rarely have problems with customers. We yeah. everything's good. We do a lot of call-in orders. We do a lot of texting orders. So we try to get ahead of the busyness. People call already, in, they'll just pick it up. Yeah. We do yeah. DoorDash deliveries now. Oh, do you? Yes. We just started that this year. So a lot of people already ordered. You know, when they get here, they know it's going to be but ready. But even so, even so, yeah. I mean. It just seems to me that it's a calm place where people treat each other well. And I think it's just part of the vibe yes. that comes from you. It must be. Thank you. We do. We have a good group. My girls are awesome. They're very friendly with all the customers. They've yeah. gotten to know the customers very well. At the same time as that yes. they don't stop working and they're efficient. Right. But they have right. time. Yes, all they the do. Same. And we try to keep things very simple. We really do. We try to keep things simple and consistent. That's our basic goals. So people know before they come here even what's available. They really do. Yeah, they yeah. do. I mean, we have specials each day. Summertime is, is a little bit different. This time of year we start to get back into more of our local working crowds, working guys, you know. Um, in the summertime it's, it's just a different group of people. So what's special you know? today? Or what was special today? Today we had Salisbury steak, we had a buffalo chicken salad, we had turkey cordon bleu. Each day there's something a little yeah. different going on. And people just know that from the web? We, I don't have a website. We do a lot of social media. We do a lot of Instagram and, fa and Facebook, Facebook yeah. with all of our specials. So Wendy's Deli is not only a kind of hub for the community physically, because I said, you know, you're on this corner, and so part of so many working people's routine. Mm -hmm. But you yourself are a different kind of hub. People may have used the word about you before, I'm not sure. But you're at the intersection of many community groups, mm -hmm. newspapers, civic associations. People know about you. And it's the place where people come to get support or give support. Definitely. And it's kind of a place for mutual aid, people helping each other. And just the way I look at help that they can't get from where they should be getting from, whether it's the government or government organizations, social right. workers, and they're not getting it from them. So it's people in the community giving it to each other. How do you see that? 
I feel like it's an easy place for people to come to help others. Like if we have something going on locally, whether a child be sick, whether someone just in a in a bad situation will look to do a fundraiser. We might not always say who it is, or what's happening. Sometimes I'll put a donation jar on the counter and I'll just say a friend of ours needs some help. People just they just they're always giving. So it's you amazing. might actually get like a substantial amount a, of money even if they don't know who it is. They really do. They trust us is really what I mean. And we could sell t-shirts for somebody, we could, you know, to raise money, we could do a raffle, we could just collect money. At Christmas time, we do a lot of donations to certain families that we come across that need help. Um, people just come in and they, they throw gift cards in our jug and we just give and everybody And you do all this Christmas. during the course of the working day? I mean, you don't we close do. down for any no, of this as no, part of the just part normal. of the day, part of the day. Yeah, I just had a friend that passed a couple months ago and when she first was diagnosed to be sick, I didn't really want to put it out there who she was. A lot of people knew, but you know, just she needed some help. She needed some financial help. So we were gonna just help her pay her bills and do things like that. But people came in and we did a 50-50 raffle for her and it was amazing. And how much did you raise? I, we raised quite a bit for her. We ended up paying for her funeral because she passed oh. very soon after that. But that's the kind of things that we look to do. There are lots of signs and awards. and Can you describe some of them? You can see better from where you're sitting. The kind of thing that people express their thanks or notify. The Riverhead Police Department did a really nice thank you for us. We did a lot of help when Dylan Newman was sick. And they work with Dylan's mom. She works for the Riverhead Police Department. So they came and gave us a nice award. The Cudgehog Fire Department gave us awards. I got an award from the state, the uh, Empire Award, Anthony Palumbo, which was very nice. Uh, the Civic Association. Matchback Laurel Civic Association yes. made you honorable. A couple of years of the year. ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the Suffolk Times gave us Business Person of the Year quite a few years ago. Eastern Long Island Hospital, which is now Stony Brook, they gave us an award for helping them through COVID. And through COVID, more specifically, I know that you made sandwiches. Through all of COVID, we did hospitals, we did Peconic Landing, we did San Simeon, we did the um, police departments, the fire departments, anybody that was out there working through COVID. It wasn't necessarily just from us, and I don't know if people understand, everybody donated toward that, and people were coming in just asking us, here's this, do you think you could make this and take it to this company or make it, take it to this? We were doing the garbage places, we were doing the landfill, we were doing... Giving sandwiches? Yeah, because they were working through all of that. Who paid for those things? Local people came in and they were giving donations towards all of that the entire time. And we would make everything, we have volunteers come and deliver everything, it was amazing. We worked with a lot of people, a lot of restaurants, we worked with the South Hill Fish Market, we worked with Jerry and the Mermaids, we worked with a lot of different restaurants, all contributed to that. So that means that you really did become a city, even with some people directly living here in our small right, no, radius. We've gotten very close with a lot of local businesses and everybody helped out through all of that. So you really entrenched yourself as an as a sort of institution almost. Yeah. We organized what was happening each day, but even North Fork potato chips. I mean, so many people donated. We had people baking. We had the bakery next door was baking. We had local 
women that were just at home baking for us and making beautiful packages that we would put in these deliveries. And everything was going to, you know, wherever we were going that day. You were doing it physically with somebody else? Organ- I mean, we were organizing it. We organized so during everything. The we did day. all the sandwiches. Yeah, it was, it was amazing. That was, a, that was a pretty amazing time. How did that make you feel about the community? I've always felt very good about this community. They've always come to help everything we've done. Everything. I wonder if that also means they're not just helping you, but that it is a community-minded community. It, it sure is. I, I think it's just because it's a small town. And, and the, you know, back in the day, everybody knew everybody. It's not like that anymore. But there's still those, a lot of people here that are, you know, are local people that have been here forever. Are you seeing that also with younger gen- the younger generation, like people in their 20s or teenagers? I think so. A lot of people have helped, you know, all I mean, ages. We're also involved with the fire departments, so that, you know, the branches that you think of from even just one fire department to those homes, to those, you know, yeah. and there's a lot of people involved. The problem with the fire departments is that young people are not coming into the fire. Yeah, they're very I concerned know. about that. I know. So I'm just wondering the people who would have been the sons or daughters of those existing firemen who might have had that same attitude towards helping people. A lot of them have just left the town. They're not here anymore. Are you concerned? I don't think the younger generation can afford to stay here. And I don't think that the job opportunities are are right here for what they're looking for. You know, we built our homes and bought our homes back when people could afford to live here. You know, and I don't think it's that easy to live here anymore. That's what they say, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Especially the younger generation. Does that worry you? Things have changed. The traffic is very different. When I first started, it was Memorial Day to Labor Day. That was it. You had to make it during that time, and it was a very busy time. Wendy Zahosky is talking about the 30th anniversary of Wendy's Deli in Mattatuck. This is Hazel Kahn and Norfolk Works on WPKN Radio. We didn't have all the... The harvest and the vineyards and all the you know this is this is a busy time for us now never used to be though so it extends beyond it extends Labor the Day. season has gotten very long and, and it's pretty much year-round if the weather is okay during the winter it's still busy out here what is the significance of that I just feel that there's a lot of different people out here now people that aren't you know born and bred here there's there's a lot of different people from all over out here now that's not necessarily a good thing? I think it's a good thing. It's good for us, for business. You know, if it was still back the way it was, we wouldn't be able to stay here with the business. We need the traffic all year. Just all of our businesses need these people. Because everything has gone up in price. Everything, yes. Are you suffering from the labor shortage? I have very good help. We could definitely use more help. I have good help. I can't complain. But they've been with me for a while. But they're young women who yes. work here. Are they going to stay? They want to stay? Uh, yeah, it seems like they've settled here. You know, I hope so. Yeah, they were also born here. Yes. So they... Also, I remember when it was, the, was it the Puerto Rican crisis? Where you were sending food and things to, was not local? With one of the hurricanes? Yeah, I yeah, think we yeah. were helping another uh, place. A lot of times people will drop off, you know, the donation buckets here so people can donate, but we're actually giving them to someone else to... I forget who was doing that one. Remember it was Puerto Rico, though. I think it was. And people were dropping off, I think it was clothes and dry goods and things like that, that people... And then there was also storms in Florida that they did. 
because I remember Jernick moving was moving all the stuff down there yeah. that we were collecting. Yeah, a lot of us complain about the, this country and how bad things are and how you're all so divided and nobody's civic I think we focus on the bad. Yeah. I think there's still a lot of good. Yeah, well, you don't really belong to things or teach people or just you're doing by I really example. Don't. No. By example. Yeah, I don't. So somebody said to you, if you're living in New York City, if I want to meet you somewhere, where, would, where should I meet you? And the answer would be Grand Central, Grand Central Station. Uh, under the clock. Right, you know. yes. So in a way, I think that I think this is a place like that. Right, we do call it the hub. The hub. I'm looking this, so people do sit outside here and eat yes. as well, right? They eat yes. their sandwiches. Mm -hmm. So it's a place to even meet somebody and bring your sandwich or buy yes. it here and just eat outside. Yeah. Yes. Talk a little bit more about your mother. I, I wrote here that She's no doubt resting at home with her feet up after preparing the salads. <laughs> How old is your mother? She just turned 79 yesterday, uh, Sunday. She's doing very well, very healthy, and uh, this keeps her going. Is she your main support or has, has... Yep, she's been here since day one. So did she encourage you to do this? She did. Tell us about she that. I remember going to my lawyer and, and explaining to him what I was doing, and he thought I was crazy. And my mother just pushed me and said, you really have nothing to lose. Why wouldn't you try it? And I think that's where we all started. Did you have a mentor to take you through the business stuff? Or? I started working in the deli business when I was 13 at Skip's Deli over in Mattituck, over where East on Main, across from the oh, oh, yeah. shopping center yeah. there. And Skippy Shanhar was my boss when I was 13. I was there until I was about 20. And I worked with a great group of people. And... I've just never left the deli business. Can you imagine then running a, a restaurant? Like no. A I've, I've often thought about it, not lately, but a long time ago, um, doing a restaurant, but I'm, I think this is much easier than a restaurant. What, what is difficult about a restaurant now that you know what it's like? Well, I think a, the deli business is more consistent, everyday basis. Uh, the restaurant business is tough, and um, there's very limited hours that People go to restaurants, you know, maybe a Friday or Saturday, a Sunday, but there's only, you know, a couple hours that are busy. I think it's a tough business to well, go. the rest yeah, of the day. Yeah, the year, the day, the week. I think it's a tough business. It's tough to make everybody happy, too. And also you need more people to serve because there's people sitting there longer. Right. And there's just more food. It's more, more money. is Everything trading about everything. it. Yeah. It's a tough business. But do you think tough. you'd be good at it? I don't know about that. I don't know. Do yeah. you have ideas of what you might do next? No, I don't really have a plan. You're just going to keep you every, coming here. in every day? Yeah, day by day. Even off your, yeah. your mother? Because I read somewhere that your mother's thinking maybe she might. Well, no, she didn't say that. Everybody read oh, it read that it. way. Oh, she they? never okay, said okay, that. Okay, then here's a time to yeah. correct it then. <laughs> uh, when she does plan on retiring or if something happens to either one of us, that's when we would make a decision. That's how we... Right. Uh, we, you don't day have by a day is our plan. Family, family that might inherit it no, or something. No, you know. no plan. You know Bob Jester? Yes. I interviewed him. I interviewed him first when he was a chimney sweep. He came to do my chimney. And I was just really interested in chimney sweeps. I didn't even interview him as a teacher. Right. Then I interviewed him after he had his accident. Mm -hmm. Horrible, horrible yeah. accident. And then I interviewed him about a month or so ago about, are you still Bob Jester? after right. all of this. And of course, he's a remarkable man. I asked him the same thing I'm, I'm really interested in. 
and we kind of touched on a little bit of it, is why do some people donate their lives, their time, not just their money, forget about money, their time and their commitment to helping other people? And people who are in the fire department, fire department volunteers, I mean, they put, take their lives in their yes, hands. Yes. There's something, the idea of, I know it's called altruism or do good or whatever the things are, but how do you see that? Do you, you've seen the good side of a lot of people over the years. I do, yes. What, do, what are your views about that? How, what, what, why are some people doing and others not? That I don't really know how to answer. I just think people have it in them too. To be honest with you, I think people do it when they see other people doing things. I think that really helps people along, especially in here, because if they'll come in and they'll see that we're doing things and then people will start talking about what we're doing and, you know, on the outside, and people will say, you know, I'm going to go help them. Really? And I, I really think that that helps, you know, when people see people helping. Okay, so again, the example thing. I do, the vis- yeah, visual. for example, yes. Yeah. And, and, and then, but is there more to it? I mean, then is it that people want to be praised or... I, I don't, many... I, I don't think that that's the case. Of course it is with some people. I don't think that that's the case. I think people just like to be able to help, especially, you know, when I think back about the people that we've helped along the way, for the most part, they were younger people. They were families that needed help. They were, you know local people going through some tough times and I think people just want to help you know if they can and I think the more people that we've helped those are the people that are first in line to help the next person I see it all the time they, they want to give back always do they're the first to step up to the plate when we when they see we're doing something I know that they're going to be here to help really? the next person up you see I see that, it all yeah. the time I love to see that and I I think so, that helps everyone. So in a way, it is just paying, not just, but paying back. It's right. gratitude. Right. Um, I mean, for you, who've been doing all this, what, what, what is it actually that you, that you get? I mean, let take, let's go right down as far as we can go. What is the gratification? What is it that's, I mean, I know what it's like to eat a good meal. I know what the right. feeling of it. I'm not sure what it is that actually is the reward for doing something for other people? I think the, I, the reward to me is that I just, I love that people, I've said this before, I love that people trust in us that we're doing the right thing. That's my reward. I love that we can put it out there that we need help, somebody needs help, and people trust in what we're doing. I mean, there's people that, you know, don't trust anyone. The people that come here, the people that help us, they trust everything that we do, and I, I, that's my reward. So if Wendy's doing I, it, it's got to be good. It's got to be right. Yeah, We're yeah. doing the right thing with it. And that's a reward to me, to know that people believe in us and it's, we're doing the right thing with it, and that means a lot. And you're not associated with any kind of group or any politics or any religion no. or anything like that? No, no, not at all. Honestly, I feel like we've become a big family here. Customer-wise, help-wise, friends, family all come here. My family is huge in this area, so there's a lot of us. Literally your family. Literally, Mm -hmm. yes. Um, And I think that we have a lot of, um, you know, I don't know what word I'm looking for, but we have a lot of roots here. And I think that, you know, this this is our... 
these are the trees growing town, out of the roots. Yeah. yeah, we need to help people that live here. And you feel the same way if it was somebody who wasn't born here, or oh, for sure. I yes. mean, that's yes. does it ever become an issue? No, thing, or, you know? no, not at all. No, not at all. If someone needs help, and we we can do it. Again, just just I have a question. You know, what you've learned about why people do this, and and any any different in our community than now, for whatever reason. And you're saying it's because. The fundamental group is it's rooted still, yeah, here, right. rooted, yes, um, and so that spreads right. uh, the way roots do spread. Uh, anything else you can say about whether teenagers, young kids are being in, in, involved? Is they're seeing it, maybe, and you're, we're not feeling it from them. I hope so. Is there anything I that can be so. done about that? You that you're, you could suggest to people? I how think to, it's all in how you're raised. I really do, and I. You know, back in the day when I was growing up, you had one parent at home. You had your, you know, your other parent was out working. Your 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 mother normally was home and doing the cooking, having dinner together. People can't live like that anymore. It's too expensive. Both parents have to be working. Both That's parents true. are out of the house. It's very different now. So I think it's all in how you're raised. And do you feel that the schools do enough to to? I think the schools have a tough time to now. Schools have a tough time with parents, with kids. There's no trust in anybody anymore. You know, we used to be able to go and ride our bike up to the school, and you know, people who grew up here they always that. say that yeah. about going on their bikes. Yeah. you know, um, I remember so many times watching a kid come up here. And it was the first place their parents used to let them take the bike to. Okay, you can go to Wendy's, that's it. Really? And, you know, that was their first trip on their own, to, on really? their bike. And I remember that quite a bit. You don't see that anymore. But um, those kids were so proud of being able to come by themselves. Okay. Yeah. So, Wendy, I'm, I'm just really happy that you sp were able to spend this time with me. Is there anything else that you would like to pass on to people listening to this program, who none of whom... Actually, one of my friends, she was staying with me, and she, she wanted to said she'd go down to Wendy's, and she found it. I mean, I stayed at home, she came and found it. But most people will not know Wendy's, will not come here, because first, a lot of them live in Connecticut. A lot right. of them live around here as well. Right. But is there anything else that you can tell people to maybe inspire them a little bit to do more of what you're doing, that it's easy to do, or that it... It is easy to do, but not everybody is always in the situation to be able to help. I think we're in a good spot here. I think even just physically in this place, I think we're in a good, um, we'll call it the hub again. And, you know, when, when it's out there that we're doing something, it's an easy place for people to stop and help. Like I said, we do a lot on social media, so that's out there. It's, it's everywhere. We have a lot of social media follow, followers that, that do everything that so we the, ask them. So that, that's what you use the social media for, yeah. is specifically? We use it for everything. We put our lunch specials on there. We put our, our daily fun on there. We do a, yeah. a lot of things. But on if there. there's some particular person who needs help or something, you We will. We'll put something on there saying mm -hmm. that we're you know doing this for somebody. Or, yeah. I just so. wonder if the first time that people will come and help, the first time they've ever done anything like that. Right. I wonder what can be done to encourage them to do that first time, right. which might be kind of a barrier to overcome. Yeah. Usually it's somebody, um, you know, if, if it's somebody specific and it's maybe somebody that's never been here before, but they want to help that person because they know that person, but they still have never been here before, they'll come here. 
to help because it's that that person that they know. So yeah. maybe it's you know just kind of following. Yeah, just being aware also that these things are, are going on. Right. And just I don't know if you know Lisa your, your, Lisa Finn from the uh, North do. Fork Patch. Well, I, she I also I, helps um, put it out there for us, and people always see that. Yeah, you know she's she's very good about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. I get patch. Yeah, it's, right. It's an important. Yes. Yeah. Social media is very very important business wise for me. Um, there's good and bad about it, obviously, but as far as business wise, it's such an easy way to get it out there. Do you do it yourself? I do. You you I actually do. do the posting. Yes. Yes. And take photographs yes. or whatever. Yeah. You take photos of your food. Yes, yeah. we do. We do. Yeah. Okay, well, thank you very much. I'm really glad that you found us. You're welcome. And um, I'll be back. Okay, it was nice talking to you. Thank you very much. Thanks. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Wendy Zaholsky talking about the 30th anniversary of Wendy's Deli in Mattatuck. You can hear North Fork Works on the first Wednesday of the month at this time and any time at all as podcasts on hazelkahn.com. If listening to this interview and WPKN's other great interview programs has been worth your time, please remember that the Donate button on WPKN.org will always open at your touch. Thank you very much. I'm Hazel Khan.